following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. You're listening to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode 175. Tom's not down with any visitors who don't call first. Or, kill the nuances. Or, morally conflicted Spider-Man. Lots to talk about this week, so let's get to it. The Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Skrill, the founder of Toonami Faithful. And... ASMRI, the real medics. And... Duelist, that guy who used to post Toonami music on YouTube. Until he screwed things up. So shut up, Derek! <laughs> ah, yeah. Do we even care about Derek? Survey says. No. <laughs> I don't know about you, Darrell, but I enjoy Derek comedy. Yeah, he does. He has a way of making me laugh when I need to at the most convenient times because I do go into rages where I want to kill people at work. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or at least kill Paul. But isn't that all the time you go into rages? Shut up, Paul. Nobody asks you anything. <laughs> Please Shut continue, up. Sketch. Right. Well, we have another super-packed show this week, and it's pretty much going to be that way for any regular week of Toonami in which Intruder 2 also takes place, because we got both those recaps, everything else on Toonami, and, of course, a lengthy Intruder 2 discussion. So, we're going to kick it off, of course, with the Intruder 2 discussion intruder 2 episode 2 when last we left our friends tom and sarah they had recently been attacked by a very large carrier uh they fired an emp at them and that uh, shut down most of their systems but their cores were protected so, Sarah has now managed to restore most of the systems, but she can't raise their shield. And a small ship containing some kind of life form is heading straight for the aft of the Absolution. After impact, Tom uses elevators to get down to check out the situation. He wonders what the life form could be after that's down in the aft of the ship. Sarah tells him that her AI core is down there. And the life form is likely trying to get to her. Let me get this straight. This intruder just tore them a new aft hole. <laughs> uh, oh God, sketch, really? Come on, come on! I've been making that joke ever since I worked at an airplane factory and found out what aft means. It's it's, it's the back. It's the back of the plane or the vessel. <laughs> so. What are your thoughts, gentlemen? <laughs> Let's let Julius go first. I, my, my lingering theories about the fact that we're going to see some kind of a intruder evil Tom 1 hybrid in the next episode or so, I feel like it, it might be a thing and it might be awesome and it might involve an evil-sounding Sunny Strait. Oh, I, I hope could so. be wrong. But I, oh, I, oh I, somebody else is on my theory. Awesome. Yes. I, I could be wrong, but I like this theory. Uh, they did show a preview for the next episode, of course, in which Sarah tells Tom, 
I've identified the intruder. Yeah, the 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 fact that she knows the identity of it. I mean, she could just mean, "Hey, it's the that intruder pop from back when you." Yeah, she's like, "I've identified the intruder." It's oh, the intruder. I I would love if that was a dialogue exchange. Tom, I've identified the intruder. Oh yeah, who is it? The intruder. <laughs> what? Oh. I, I will. Say oh hell no. Yeah, that would provide some uh, pretty amusing Steve Bloom dialogue about this ain't happening again. <laughs> you know? This is my house. <laughs> Tom is not down for no visitors that don't time. call first. <laughs> there, there were some great, great lines in this episode. I particularly liked Tom saying, "Hey, can you get the artificial gravity back up?" <laughs> Thanks. I know. He ate the floor at that point. Oh, fun times. Oh, ye of little things. I feel like they've really crammed a good amount of stuff into each of these mini-sodes so far. Which uh, Yeah, but it was so quick, though. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that was, if you don't count the preview, it, it was really just like two minutes and 15 seconds. So, I mean, I would say that so far the most recent episode is my favorite, but it's hard to really say that <laughs> when we didn't get much new in the first episode. And half of it was Tom talking about the chicken and the cabbage game or whatever. Yes, Tom, my brother, because he liked chicken and cabbage, man. Just forgot to mention the cornbread. I don't know if we want to talk about this part yet, but I am really liking the atmospheric bumps they're doing for the shows. I am, yes. Yeah, it does get you jazzed for those shows. Especially, and I can chime in with this bit, if anyone else has noticed, uh, at least with the Shippuden and the... Um, call it one piece yes one piece bumps they started throwing in some old music that almost sounds like wrong that it's in there in a, i'm not quite sure how to exactly explain my thinking but like the, at least the uh that devo track that they that used to play in that one bump with the absolution going around the planet or whatever mm-hmm like it just it it sounds very appropriately creepy and I like it. Yeah, some of those yeah, bumps are way creepy. <laughs> also, I, I'm not entirely sure whether they were all brand new ones as opposed to last week because I know the Michiko one still mentioned that line about the intruder. Which, if they just feel like keeping it in there, that's fine. Honestly, uh, I believe it was actually a slightly different scene in which they mention. Michiko as an intruder, but I might be wrong about that. I'm pretty sure all of the bumps are different, which is interesting in its own respect because that Either way, that's unusual. <laughs> we don't very, usually do that. It's very cleverly done. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we used we used to get like new bumps every week, but then they started being like, we need to have a life. <laughs> <laughs> and now they've decided to sacrifice their lives to make this the coolest thing imaginable. Even so, though some of you people don't job. deserve it. They're probably oh. still working on Intruder 2 as we speak. Oh, yes, quite. Definitely. Uh, Darrell, you have any additional thoughts? Um, I kind of like the fact that they do like a uh, recap, you know, to kind of catch up with what you may have missed. I or, do, too. Um, or just in case you missed it all together, at least you have some idea of what happened in you know the previous episode. Mm-hmm. So that that's a nice little perk considering the first time we had Intruder. Yeah. So we get a next time on, and we get a recap at the beginning of the 
block. I, I like that because th they give you the recap at the beginning of the block and then tell you to stick around for the next commercial break, essentially. They just say, after this, but that's what they're telling you, to stick around for the next commercial break. However, for those like me watching the stream, um, kind of a bummer because there's an overlay of ads that are separate from what broadcasts because of what has been purchased for the online stream. And those play over the intruder segments. Yeah. I didn't want to watch Intruder anyway. Totally wasn't looking forward to it. But I, uh, I asked about this, and uh, they are posting it online, of course. And did they actually post it online before it aired? I think they did. Like, they, they may have posted it right when Toonami started. Done it. I know that they've been posting it before the West Coast feed, so unfortunately, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. frankly, if, if they and or, like, Caboose didn't post it until after the West Coast feed, somebody else would do it anyway. Yeah, you you can't really keep right. people from doing it. Which which sucks, because, you know, you don't want people that do want to wait until that happens, but it is what I mean, it is, so... You know, everyone's, I'm sure, doing whatever they feel like they want to do as far as waiting yeah, for it. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people avoid, avoid whatever and then go watch it on their TV when it airs. Right. I'm not too concerned. Well, theory time again. <laughs> go um, on. If some of you have noticed, I've put up something else. Another comic that some of you know about, some of you that are new don't know about, and that would be Toonami Endgame. And if you notice, there's a common theme where a different enemy of Tom's decides to try to steal Sarah, which he's successful in doing. And, well, maybe the intruder's apparently going to try to do the same thing. But, I mean, I can make it... I mean, I can go into detail, like, very few details about it. But pretty much Endgame was how Tom 2 became Tom 3. Tom 3 is an upgraded version of Tom 2. Um... So, you know, and pretty much Sarah was taken from the Absolution, and she was going to be made a slave to this guy. Is that the best way to put it? Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Sarah's a really powerful AI processor capable of many things, so there's really no telling what somebody would try to use her for. Right. So, I mean, it is, it is what it is. You know, they're trying, apparently the intruder's now trying to get Sarah, which should be interesting to see since her, her AI is shielded. So I don't know how that's going to work. And we'd also don't know if when the intruder shows up, if it's going to be the blob or it's going to be... <laughs> This mechanized thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, now that the comics come out, Tom 4 Redemption, uh, I'm really confused. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. 
Yeah, it will be interesting so. to see how the intruder looks this time around. I imagine at some point we'll see some kind of blob, but it yeah. may still show him uh, in some kind of mechanized suit or well, whatever. And, and if you notice, like, during that last promo before the uh, first intruder, there was a countdown. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, so if he's going after Sarah and he steals Sarah away... Does that mean that the, the absolution automatically goes into self-destruct sequence? <laughs> Ooh, it might. So it might. that might be happening too. So I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. So. Interesting. Interesting little theory. And and you know here's here's another theory. I mean, while we're at it, again, I'm just gonna say it. Maybe that other ship becomes the new absolution or space station so to speak, and they just transfer Sarah over there, and they blow up the Absolution. Still gonna go with that, because I think that might be a viable solution. What about Sarah actually getting a body, though? Uh, I think that's possible, depending on what's gonna happen over there, but there again, if we're talking, I mean, do we obviously want that to happen? Yes. Have we heard from Jason that that's very expensive? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so I, I don't know if we can really go that far just yet. There again, we weren't expecting Sarah in the first place and we got her, so who knows if it's going to happen again? You know, who knows if that'll happen? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, I said, but I said Sarah was going to come back once we got Tom. Yeah, I, I, I thought that it would be good, but there again, you know, Jason was like, at that. It was at the first Momocon, I think. Yeah. He was like, yeah, this isn't going to... We're not going to get Sarah. And then all of a sudden, oh, look, Sarah's back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sneaky, so. sneaky. They they, uh, uh, they they said that everything's going to be different. Toonami's never going to be the same. Right. Mm, who knows? So. Quite, quite frankly, the only thing regarding Intruder 2 that I'm certain about is uh, if cigarettes looked as dangerous as they are, you'd run like hell. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody says nothing bad about alcohol. <laughs> uh, the Intruder is Spuds McKenzie. Or maybe yeah, the Budweiser Frogs. Wiser. <laughs> We have just a couple of Toonami talkbacks this week. Kind of light on the intruder talkbacks, which is odd. Okay. Uh, Frank Fullmetal writes in, Intruder 2, Episode 2 was intense. Shit is about to get real next week as Tom fights the intruder to protect Sarah. Protecting his lady love. I I wouldn't expect the action to kick up quite yet, but maybe. It's getting there. (laughs) Maybe. 20 points, Frank. Because you say shit. <laughs> well, I will say that Jason has said that episode three is supposedly one of his favorites, so I'm looking forward to it. Hmm. Yes, episodes oh, yeah. three and episode seven. Hmm. So I can only assume that episode seven this time is going to be a little more than oh, here's this new engine you guys picked. <laughs> Let's pan on it for ten minutes. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, they gotta get this thing rolling soon, though. I mean, there's only seven of them, and we've already seen two. 
But I feel like they've paced it very well so far. Oh, yeah. Pacing is quite done quite well. And we, it just look like, you know, looking at the technology that we have now, as to back then, oh, so much better. Yes. <laughs> and we got a Tom that didn't skip leg day. <laughs> True that. <laughs> Well, and if you look at the timing of each episode, so far they've been around two minutes, maybe 25 seconds-ish. So, I mean, they're pretty much been about the same going forward. So, we'll see how this, because there should be some longer episodes, like maybe a little bit longer, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think they could probably manage to do a couple of three-minute episodes, but... We'll see. We got an email from Xavier Franklin. First, the absolution has weaponry, and now the ship is running on assuming auxiliary power. Plus, the intruder can now control ships and engines. It's going to be a long seven weeks until the end of Intruder 2. Best regards, Xavier. <laughs> Just five left. <laughs> And Inuyasha-san87 writes in, Intruder cliffhangers are worse than Titan and Parasite cliffhangers. <laughs> but no horses will harm in these intruder... <laughs> no horses or dogs. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Parasite cliffhangers are pretty brutal. Yes, they, they are. They, uh, Yeah, they definitely are. I feel like the brutality of cliffhangers in, in Intruder mostly comes because they're just so short. It's like, it starts and then it's over. And then you're like, I want more! But you don't get more, because just little little bits here and there. They like to torture us a little bit. And it's all cliffhanger, because it is a serial story. <laughs> there's there's not going to be a non-connected episode of Intruder 2. <laughs> now you'd be like Tyrone the Craighead. So you don't oh. think like episode 5 is going to be like Tom and Sarah chilling in the Absolution pool deck? No, no, but I, I, what, episode four would be Thanksgiving weekend? Yeah, episode four uh, is Thanksgiving yeah. weekend. They, they, they enjoy, <laughs> uh, they enjoy a nice can of oil, Tom 5 and Tom 1, Evil Intruder. Yeah. Taking, just, you know, taking shots of beryllium. Yeah, just, you know, saying what they're thankful for, working out their differences. I'm thankful for the fact that I get to rob your AI. That, she do look kind of purdy there. That is not the voice I would expect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wanted to mention that uh, my anime waifu, Corey, he, he said it would be amusing if they get to the point where all the systems are shut down and they have to revert back to 2003 Adult Swim action bumps <laughs> to bumper the block <laughs> that's wrong that's so wrong <laughs> you are an evil person man that's the reason why I like you it's pretty funny I like it just like just a black screen with a hashtag <laughs> I can see it it can happen and that will do it for this week's intruder 2 discussion I'm hoping that next time we get a little bit more feedback from y'all. But That would be nice. Yeah, what you gonna do? One more brief thing. It would be funny if they have to at least once more revert 
the packaging style back to like the 2004 graphics or something. Oh, yeah, that would be neat. (laughs) Then maybe we get a now, next, later of the shows in that old style just because it would be funny. Yeah, they could definitely. How about the Tom Four graphics? Oh God! (laughs) But but what what if they did that? But it it was also kind of like glitchy and messed up and spooky. (laughs) That could be like the spookiest thing ever, actually. Yeah. No, we just gonna let everybody look at those engines. Just look at those old images of the Clydes all distorted, with like red (laughs) eyes. Ooh, that would be fun. Bring back Dean and Flash. Bring back Dean and Flash. Uh, I, I don't know about the characterization of Dean and Flash in that comic. <laughs> eh. It Let, is what it is. Yeah. Let's move on. Yes. All right. Are you ready, Mr. Jarrell? Because it's time for the comic kill recap. Of course, Mrs. Sketch. I am always ready. Akamiga Kill, episode 13, Kill the Nuisances. Okay, people, in this episode, we had the Prime Minister assigning Esdev to track down these new danger beasts from the previous episode that um, and kill them. But he also asked her to, you know, save them at least one because I'm pretty sure he wants to do some kind of freaky perverted shit to these um, <laughs> danger beasts. But then the Jaeger attacked some of the danger beasts and then... Because they were taking wagon supplies. Wade calls, you know, recalls the incident the next day. Oh, poor Wade, country bumpkin. He knows that, you know, the, how terrified, you know, the um, merchants were. Terrified of bowls and everything. Who wouldn't be scared of the pyro, man? <laughs> and, you know, despite his kind personality, Bowles tells him, like, I am not a kind person. And, you know, Bowles kind of got like a deep, dark voice in that, too, when he said that. But Bowles tell him, despite his personality, he has killed a lot of people in the past, which is the reason why he says he's not a nice person. Then all of a sudden, you know, Wade's like, well, if you need anybody to lean on, you know, yet again, he gets cock blocked. <laughs> and Bowles White comes in, who tends to be this big boo blonde hottie <laughs> with a cute little blonde girl. I was like, wow, man. After that, people, it gave me hope. It really gave me hope. If what did Maze Hughes' wife, wife remarry? I know. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a real Hughes vibe off that guy, which Dude. makes me think he's it gonna death flags. Uh. All around, I was like, it couldn't be none but a full metal alchemist. Um, you know, montage of that right there. But going back on topic, you know, when Wade sees Bo's wife, you know, this surprises him and. Then we go back to um, you know, Tosmi training with um, Susano, and then Tosmi tells Susano that he should be considered one of Night Raid members and not as a tool. And Night Raid travels to yet another hideout, and they're given the newest mission, which is um, to kill the modified Danger Beast, but not before um, Susano calls um, Tosmi out about having his fly unzipped. To which Karun, to which Akami said, I noticed too, but I just thought you were doing it for a style thing. Yes, way to show your junk, Tosmi. Way to show your junk. 
And then she says, I'll make sure to watch more carefully in the future. Yeah, I'm thinking they just want to see his wiggle snake more. I think he was just putting out the uh, bait, uh, Leone, man. Sometimes you just got to have bait. Uh, She just laughed at him. (laughs) I I know. I kind of felt bad because if she laughed at him, uh, like, Tatsumi, you might not be working with something there, dude. (laughs) Even though she marked the territory. (laughs) (laughs) But he's got to grow up first. Yeah, well, you know, I hope he grows up fast because Leone is a lot of woman to deal with, man. And later, Chelsea confides an agenda that she believes Tatsumi Countess will eventually lead him to his death. And as Dev and Rune run, express to each other their belief that the new Danger Beast were revealed to be once human, thanks to Dr. Stolich and his freaky experiments. And as Dev and Run assume that the new Danger Beast escaped their containment because of that. And while patrolling the mountains following the night, Tatsumi learns about his reasonings for... Um, um, learns about Lubbock's reason for joining Night Raid, and his reasons involve the basic "notice me, senpai" syndrome, which in the agenda is the focus of his attention. And we found out that Lubbock was actually like a pretty boy and got all the money and everything. Well, you know, sometimes women make us do that, gentlemen. They really do. <laughs> And Tatsumi travels to the summit alone, and then he is suddenly confronted by S-Boobs herself, and she is shocked to see him, people. And that's where we leave off with the Kami Got Kill um, recap. Any thoughts, gentlemen? I like how, so like, I didn't think you'd be tending to flowers. It's like, I use these in my torture. <laughs> Dude, I told you she is sick, oh. <laughs> Okay, then. But now she can appreciate the... The pleasantness of a, of a nice night because she's changing and it's all Tatsumi's fault. <laughs> oh. oh, she called them feelings, man. She is, uh, she got it bad. <laughs> she like slays a bunch of guys and is just like, Tatsumi, <laughs> are you, are you, are you going to finish that? <laughs> I kind of like the fact, you know, she's a stalker now, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, she's a. Uh... What young man wouldn't want a hot, big boob chick obsessing over him? Just, and she is obsessed with. It. I mean, Leone marked her territory. There's a possibility that the Kami is interested. Uh, there's also a possibility that mine is interested because she's playing that kind of "I hate you, but secretly actually like you" kind of business and. You know, even Chelsea might even have a thing for him. But Esdeath is the only one that has been like, I want you. I need you. You're mine. <laughs> no. Esdeath is more assertive and just outright honest about her feelings about Esdeath Esdeath don't play. <laughs> Esdeath don't play. She, she laid claim to that too, but you know. I mean, she did spoon the dude all night long, man, you know. And he ain't getting no sleep. He ain't getting no sleep, man, trust me. I ain't gonna lie. I think if I was in Tatsumi's position, man, I probably wouldn't have gotten no sleep either, but, you know, not for the same reasons that he did. Tatsumi couldn't really do anything when he saw her. He was just like, oh, I'm done. I'm dead serious, dude. They're both virgins, man. Like, (laughs) you know, it could have been the first time. It could have been magical for both of them, dude. It could have. Could have no. if you just let it happen, Tatsumi. He could have been the cherry, like he would have been known as 
Night Ray's cherry popper at that point. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode was called Kill the Nuisances, but when I was reading it, I thought it was Kill the Nuances. Ah! Episode title. (laughs) Kill the Nuances. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, there, there, there ain't no... No nuances in a comic to kill. <laughs> it's all, it's popcorn. Come on, we all know it. Popcorn, sweet, love. buttery popcorn. No, mm, so bad for you, yet so satisfying sometimes. Let me get some of that popping cone. <laughs> and yet, once again, Kurume and Wave hanging out together, doing things. Something I going if on somebody's there. Somebody's gonna get friend zoned. <laughs> maybe, maybe. To be honest with you, though, I have to tell everybody. Seriously, going back to Bowles and his wife, man. Even though it's the Major Hughes reference, man, he gave me hope, dude. Yeah. That we can all have a wife, man. Literally, mm-hmm. we can have a wife that hot, man, because he was persistent. You know, honestly, I I feel like he oversells that he's not a good guy i and it seems to me like he he mostly just follows orders and just has a lot of guilt over what he had to do and i don't know if that doesn't mean he's not a nice guy it just means that he's done bad things no he knows that he's done bad things and the whole thing else dude he knows about karma and he knows that at some point you know the other shoe is gonna drop you, you know how it goes, Sketch. You reap what you sow. So he knows at some point, someday, he's going to die and he's going to have the, you know, those transgressions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he does live in the moment about it and everything. But, you know, there is a guilt. Like, it seems like when he says he's not a nice person, man, you can kind of, like, I don't think most people picked up on him, man, but I did. It was just the point that, you know, he's thinking about all the things that, like you said, he done in the past, man, and that can really weigh heavy down on somebody, you know. So he may have a guilt factor in there. I'm surprised that it didn't trigger into PTSD. So mm. if it didn't, I can say that he's pretty strong, man. He's come to grips with it. So that's one of the things about, you know, like being a soldier in that kind of situation in a war or whatever you're doing. Sometimes you have to do a lot of dirty stuff. And, I mean, when you get your hands dirty, I mean dirty, dirty. And on a lighter note, uh, Kurame wanted to – Eat the uh, danger beast sickle. <laughs> yeah, she, you know, Karume kind of bugs me sometimes. The cookie monster. Jeez. <sighs> Something not right about that, girl. <laughs> no, we need a Hank Hill for that one, man. Can I get a Hank Hill for that one? <laughs> that girl just ain't right. Thank you. Oh! Does anyone else chuckle to themselves just a little bit every time they say danger beast? Yes. <laughs> it makes me just think about Danger Mouse. Little Danger Beast. It's like, could could you please come up with something a little less corny? I was like, in an earlier episode, Aquatic Danger Beasts, I need to make that as my new band or something. <laughs> aquatic Danger Beasts. Oh. That is, that, is a, that is a good band name. I like it. I like it. Almost as good as Pandering to the Nerds, which is my Paul and Storm cover band. Alright, Tsunami Talkbacks. Michael Morris writes in, Bowles has a family. I'm sure a lot of faithful were thrown off by that. Well, he brought it up before, but... Yeah, he mentioned it. I, I suppose we were all pretty thrown off when he mentioned it the first time. 
Well, isn't that nice? His, his wife and, and daughter still love him, despite all the things he does. I know. Hey, that's real love when people can love the monster mm-hmm. that you have to be sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Paul and his ugly face. I also like that I, fake I, I, out. I Those people. Those people are safe now. <laughs> I know. And that's good. Oh, <laughs> uh, he cracks me up. We got we got two origin stories in this episode, and the death flags are flying because <laughs> everybody knows once you have your once you have your backstory said, you're as good as dead. <laughs> Though a few of them have said their backstories and are still alive so far. So that's a thought. Rob Barracuda writes in. The danger beasts this week look like cavity creeps. We make holes in teeth. We make holes in teeth. <laughs> nice Family Guy reference. I still think they vaguely look like Clayface. Mm, Clayface a croc. Yeah. Allison writes in. It's not like we came out here for kissy time. You ding dong got me laughing for a good while. Good job, Tatsumi. Ah, uh, you gotta love Allison. Wow, wait a minute. Allison didn't write something dark and gruesome this time? Allison, oh, are shocker. you okay? Allison, I will talk to you later. Please, Allison, just let me know you're okay. Allison, are like you me. okay? Are you okay, Allison? Are you okay? Is it safe? Hopefully she's not been infected by a parasite. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, we're coming up on parasite, don't you? Mm. Jafis N. Craig says what we're all thinking. If only Leone's fly was down to. If only. And at Ab Zero Now, Tatsumi, you know what you have to do. Hook up with Ezdeath already. Should hook up with her, but he's not going to have it. Dude, do you know the things that she would do to him? <laughs> Dude, she's going to punish him first. Mm-hmm. Running away. <laughs> you know this for a fact. She's not going to kill him. She's going to punish him for probably at least a good month, man. <laughs> she's going to try to break his spirit. I don't know. I seem to think that she's... I don't think she actually wants to hurt him. Yeah, like I feel like this isn't like hurt... Tatsumi, I feel like this is I'm in love with Tatsumi for some odd reason. It's just she like, was in love with him, dude. She even stated that, man. She just wants to dominate him. Dude, she's been reading <laughs> too much Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, but I, I, I just get that feeling like she doesn't want to. I don't think she would actually torture him is the thing, which is yeah. odd because you would figure that she would torture pretty much anyone. So, exactly. Yeah. And, and maybe he can use this to his advantage in the future. Nah, she's pretty much setting her ways, dude. She already said that. She's pimp slapping when he said join Night Raid. Yep. Yeah, he he uh he got it for that one. Dude, that was a result of her upbringing, man. Her dad was like cold blooded, and that stuck with her. Hmm. Interesting. Like to uh, I'd like to see more about Ez Death, and I'm hoping that they elaborate some more in future episodes. And this isn't Catcher, fairly are you, are old. You saying you want some as death backstory? <gasps> well, we've already gotten some. <laughs> yeah, but we know we all want some. <laughs> now this is a older tsunami talkback that I found uh, rummaging, logging into the at tsunami podcast Twitter profile. 
And I thought it was uh, apt. So, at to the flicks, F-L-I-X-S. A part of me actually wants Lady Esdeath and Tatsumi to hook up. Am I the only one? You're not the only one. You know, I want them to hook up, uh, you know, perverted reasons, but, you know, that's just me, though. <laughs> Y'all know me, man. I, I make no qualms about this. You just need to give up the booty to the woman. I mean, maybe if she got a, if she got laid, man, she'll probably come down and mellow out. Yeah. She... <laughs> that you need to get laid. <laughs> Look here, good loving tends to mellow people out, man. Maybe it'll, uh, mellow out Tatsumi to the point that he won't freak out all the time. Yeah, I don't know, man. He might freak out even more. What is this? What is this? What is happening? <laughs> Not that lovemaking with uh, Ez Death is probably on the normal side. <laughs> Dude, she put a collar around his neck when he won the tournament. Yep, You yep. already know that's BTS uh-huh. already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And this time, she gonna tie him down so he don't get away. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. <laughs> with that, we are done with our Kamiga Kill recap, and it's time to get into the news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Our first bit of news is there is a Parasite Marathon on November 29th, that is Thanksgiving weekend. It will be episodes 1 through 7 for the entirety of Toonami from midnight to 3.30. We'd like to thank Inuyasha-san87 for letting us know about this. I guess he figured it out by rummaging through the Adult Swim schedule and just kind of stumbling upon it. And hey, that works. We, uh, of course, got confirmation from Jason DeMarco before we decided to say anything. It's it's nice to get that confirmation other than just being like, oh yeah, by the way, there's there's a marathon and then it's not true. Yeah, because there, there have been glitches on the Adult Swim schedule from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there has. So that's a good reason to make sure that that's not a glitch. So who didn't think this was going to happen? Yeah, nobody? All right. <laughs> I, I was counting on it. I am too, and I'm, uh, I, I'm hoping for some good puns in that promo. Yeah, I'm really hoping they call it like the, well, the beast... The- I've not been saying it's like that. It just makes perfect sense. Parasite Marathon. It's the feast. <laughs> Open wide. But it'll be good to relive the first seven episodes of Parasite because for once, we're actually having a marathon that's starting at the very, very beginning of a series. I mean, with uh, Akamiga Kill, it was from episode three. So you could. Yeah, that's a decent enough jumping on point. But this time. Viewers can actually see the first seven episodes for the first time that weekend if they hadn't seen it before. And that, you know, that I think that's going to help it do better, per se, but Thanksgiving weekend has tended to be pretty low-rated for Toonami in previous years, so I'm not expecting super great ratings. 
It's a well, drinking holiday for me, okay? I have to break well, this up. It should be the ratings at the beginning of the block where Intruder is going to be probably will be higher. But once it gets past that, it'll probably start to go down. Yeah, but hey, you never know. Maybe the first episode of Parasite will hook people. you got those doggone cliffhangers. You're not going to be able to put it down. not going to be able to step away. <laughs> oh, dude, it's like drinking booze for the first time, man. Once you get that first sweet, sweet sip, you want more. And in Drell's case, have a whole group shelf of it. Shelving unit, I'm sorry. Shelving you make this sound like a bad thing, though. <laughs> You're like, hmm, what, what alcohol or liquor shall I drink today? Hmm. Please continue, Sketch. Very, <laughs> very prim and proper, yes. Uh, I will say it would be ridiculous if any parasite had to, like, merge with a turkey. <laughs> Part of that oh being the God. fact that many times turkeys are drawn with, like, your hand. Oh, yeah. Bad Miggy jokes. Yeah. So many, so many bad Miggy jokes. Yeah, like, so Sentai had a contest for doing the turkey hand, and of course, they uh, they gave the example of a Miggy, among other things. Makes sense. You can't get a Miggy job? My host <laughs> is delicious. Can I, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I have a Miggy snack? <laughs> a Miggy snack. <laughs> Try eating yourself. <laughs> hey, it works in Tokyo Ghoul. Delicious. That's business, boy. Mm. Yeah. Wow, let's move on to the next news item. So, during last week's episode, like literally during last week's episode, we got an email confirming that Dragon Ball Super would be joining Toonami Asia in 2016. So, we decided maybe we could elaborate our thoughts on that well so so what we know for what we know right now is that tsunami asia is going to be in charge of dubbing dragon ball super in the asian market and in india so what that means we don't quite know yet um we did get from that one site, and I'm, I will screw that site's name up. Consensu. Okay. Um, Very well-known Dragon Ball site. Right, right. They, they, they said, said they that... contacted Funimation, and Funimation says they are not involved. I want to that... take that with a grain of salt. Right. Can I take so that with I... a shot of vodka? <laughs> sure. So, that, so that, that's unconfirmed. We don't know that. Now... If that is true, that is true. No, let me rephrase that. I do not doubt that Konzenshu got in contact with Funimation and asked about this. What I doubt is that Funimation is strictly saying the truth. <laughs> because Funimation, they... There's definitely some things that we know that Funimation, and we as in, not us per se, but I mean, collectively, the anime fandom community knows that Funimation has some things that they are doing that they never talk about. So, this could be another one of those things. Right. And, and the reason for not that. talking about it is because, contractually, they're not allowed to. So, right. they've, they've been known to stretch the truth sometimes. Right. And, it's, and it's business. And... and uh, 
one thing that we need to point out too is that even if and let's just use this as an if right now if Funimation's dub which come on there's going to be a Funimation dub at some point um, even if that's not being used Funimation will be involved over here with it because I mean you just did those two movies and you let them dub it so obviously the series is going to have a Funimation dub to it but I, I kind of actually think and this is a good this is a good thing that we're talking about this is I think this is why we haven't really heard anything about Dragon Ball Super because Toonami Asia like what Toonami has done in the past over here well, more Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, per se. Um, because remember, Toonami over there is a channel. Um, they took money and went, we want Super, give it to us. <laughs> and that's why they went, sorry, okay. you can't have this right yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> they um, want the English dub premiere, they get the English dub premiere, they got the money. What, and, baby, what baby wants, baby and uh, guess what, guys? This this is actually kind of... This may actually be a good thing for our Toonami. Because think about this, for example. Jason DeMarco probably has gone to Turner, I assume. I'm, I assume the whole Toonami team and even Adult Swim has been like, Hey, can we get this, please? <laughs> this is going to give us a lot of ratings. And, you know, obviously Turner's like, eh, I don't know if I want to give you money. Here's the thing. Now Jason DeMarco can go, hey, Turner over there got it. Why can't we get it? <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, this would, this is kind of a good thing for them because now this is kind of a talking point that Jason can use because, you know, some sites in writing this article about Tsunami Asia are not, I mean, it, it eventually comes out to say, you know, it's in the Asian market. But you kind of almost get confused that it's this tsunami in some of these articles. And it's just like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, okay, you know, here's my talking point, guys. You should just let us do it too, you know? And, you know, who knows? Now it's a turn. Now, come on. Tsunami Asia is throwing money at it. It's obviously going to be in their library for an extended amount of time somehow. I mean, if, if when some – when. We've seen here, when they put in for Big O Season 2, guess what? They have Big O Season 2 still. Same thing with Ghost in the Shell. It's still in their library. I don't think it's a co-funding kind of situation. Just a, they got the TV rights for it in those right, regions. But I, but I, I think that they're going to have it for an extended period of time, mm. though, Sketch. Because I don't think you would throw... We have to assume it's a lot of money. We have to assume. Oh, yeah. And this is a network, and its bread and butter is action cartoons. So exactly. they're, they're definitely going to throw a lot of money at this so that they can hold on to it as long as they can. Exactly. And, you know, again, this doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to play in America while Toonami Asia has it. I mean... No, certainly not. Those are two entirely unrelated things. Right. This is a different market. The United States of America is a different market. It's North America. That's a different market. So don't be surprised if it shows up. I know a lot of people are like, oh, this, this means that we're not going to get it for a while. That doesn't mean shit. <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. I you know, do, however, have a thought. 
And uh, it's it's a bit of an unfortunate thought. And that is that Toei really wants this show to be marketed to younger viewers. And Toonami Asia markets to younger viewers. It could very well be the case that Toei, while begrudgingly accepting of Toonami playing One Piece in Dragon Ball Z Kai, may not want Dragon Ball Super on Adult Swim. So, that could be a problem. Yeah, but... I think it's showing early. (laughs) I don't think that would affect, though... I don't. I don't think that would really affect it coming over here, though. That that's the thing. Like, okay, fine. Maybe it's not an Adult Swim. That doesn't mean that Cartoon Network won't go after that. Oh, you got to remember, this is Toei, man. The dicks who can't draw a dick. Through <laughs> 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 that. Not not children's oh. ones, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know, Sketch. It's. I mean, I don't think that would have kept Funimation from getting this. I mean. I, I know that's not where you're going with this, but that that still doesn't explain, you know. There's got to be. I, I mean, come on, Nickelodeon's got to be going after this too over here. I'm not Ooh. so sure that they are, because they are more or less wiping the slate of anime. Yeah. They uh they seemingly are taking off Digimon soon, possibly well, based on schedules, and that is a Toei property, by the way, Digimon. And a lot of people think that the Pretty Cure <clears throat> Glitter Force was intended to go to Nickelodeon, and that's why there was a 40-episode order, because that's how Nickelodeon likes to do things. And that's ending up on Netflix, seemingly, because Nickelodeon didn't want it. So, uh, honestly, if a kids' network were to get Dragon Ball Super in America, I'm kind of leaning towards Disney XD at this point. Uh, Which I frankly don't see happening. No, I don't see that happening either. And Um, I don't entirely rule out Cartoon Network being interested. Because... I think they would would try to go after Cartoon Network. they, uh, They definitely have the legacy thing going on there. Right. You also have Discovery Family, too, though. Uh, Discovery oh, Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Discovery Family ain't gonna do nothing. I know it's a long shot. Darrell, we're talking about money. Toby's gonna sit there and look at look at that and be like, <laughs> "You want us to put it on that channel for you?" <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Cartoon Network, here you go." Okay, we're done with this conversation. But yeah, I mean, that might be a nice it's... tactic, then, dude. Just tell them to put it on uh, Discovery Family. It's Cartoon Network. <laughs> But here's the, here's the, that's funny. But here's the thing, and, and I, we'll, we'll get done with this. I mean, it, you know, to your point though, sketch. If Cartoon Network gets it, guess what? Adult Swim can do. They can transfer the rights from Cartoon Network at at a one point to Adult Swim, and then boom, now we have they it. Can. Up. So I mean, I'm not necessarily seeing this as a bad thing. I'm seeing this all as a very good thing. It's just. I just don't understand. I, I mean, this gives us a little bit bigger. This gives us a bigger idea of why Funimation probably hasn't gotten it yet. It makes sense. It connects the dots. But now I'm kind of like, okay, now that we know this, what does that mean for North American rights? Just, are you going to hold that off until we get to here? Or is there a different reason? Because we've also heard about problems with the animation. So I, I don't know. I mean... 
what is it? What's going on here? <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm kind of glad right now because that means those fanboy trolls get to suffer even more. I'm thriving <laughs> off their pain, dude. I'm yeah, thriving off the fact that they can't watch DB Super yet. Honestly, well, everything that I've heard of regarding Dragon Ball Super, it's it's nothing that I care about yet. Yeah. I've seen those movies, and those movies do a better job of telling that story, probably. Or at least it looks better. <laughs> See, this is the reason why I love when the fandom gets hurt. <laughs> so, don't worry. Yeah. Let me put it to you this way. For those of you wondering, well, what's going to happen next with Dragon Ball Super? We're in contact with Tsunami Asia on a constant basis right now. I'm the one that's doing it, so I can tell you that for sure. So, at some time in the future, when we get closer to this release... Don't be surprised if they show up on this show. Okay. Clearly, you should ask your Toonami Asia contacts who's dubbing it. Let's put it this way. We can't, just like the other Toonami, we can't really divulge anything. But I will say this. We don't know who it is. Okay? I can't say, no, it's not Funimation. I don't know that yet. I don't know who it is. But there again, one other point that we have to make real quick is they have the Dragon Ball Z Kai Funimation version. So... I mean, <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. it would kind of be really bad if you did it a different way. So, and there again, I mean, they don't yeah. have the English dub of Dragon Ball Z Kai Buu Saga. So, I mean, there's a lot of like, yeah, I mean, there's a there's kind of like you go from the end of Kai to this, and they talk about Buu probably a little bit, and everybody's probably going to be like over there in the Asian market going, what What do you mean about Buu? <laughs> you know, not obviously. I, I'm assuming a lot of them have seen the Boo Saga online and whatnot. But there again, you know, some people that are new to Dragon Ball might be like, "What are you talking about? Who's Boo?" So, uh, that yeah, that could uh, be a little confusing. They do actually play Dragon Ball Z as well as Dragon Ball Kai over on Toonami Asia. Yes, so they, uh, I believe they have probably seen the Boo Saga through Dragon Ball Z, if nothing else. Right, and that's um, Anime Siege. Mm -hmm. That's their that's their uh, block, their kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. you know, but let's move on. Um, once we get more information, we'll get we'll let you guys know and we'll update you. So. Yep, and, and that's all we have to say. Yep, we're gonna go ahead and give you the ratings this week, particularly because. They're very nice. <laughs> we are contemplating phasing out reading the ratings on the podcast because you can always find them on the website. And, uh, you know, don't be lazy. <laughs> right. and, and by the way, you guys, if you don't want us to eliminate something from the show, give us your feedback. We can't do certain things if we don't get your feedback we get it from frank frank's one of our biggest um listeners so i mean we need some more feedback guys you know let us know you know podcast at tsunamifable.com we need to know what you guys want and what you don't want because you know we can't make a good show without you guys you know exactly tell us what you want what you don't want what you like what you don't like by the way trying to say that you know, screw Darrell or screw Sketch or screw me or whatever is not giving us feedback. Yeah, that's just going to cause recourse for me to cuss you out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
But I'll be you right. know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> love you, sweetums. All right. You know what? Screw you guys. I'm you going home. Anyways, ratings. Here are the ratings for the first night of Intruder 2. Dragon Ball Z Kai at midnight, 1849 ratings, 1,026,000. Akami Ga Kill, 870,000. Parasite, 719,000. Mijiko and Hachin, 676,000. Naruto Shippuden, 670,000. One Piece, 601,000. And Kill a Kill ended Tsunami with 522,000. Very nice. And the total viewer ratings, Dragon Ball Z Kai, 1,684,000. Akamiga Kill, 1,447,000. Parasite, 1,250,000, which I'm pretty sure is a record for that show. Michiko and Hachin, 1,112,000. Naruto Shippuden, 1,099,000. One Piece, 922,000. And Kill a Kill ended the night with 773,000. Good stuff. Celebrate the victory over 3.30 to 5 a.m. at any rate, because uh, uh, most of Toonami's programming, uh, all of Toonami's programming beats uh, all those comedies from 3.30 to 5 a.m. But I don't know how this even happened. The lone 5.30 a.m. airing of King of the Hill almost got a million viewers wasn't with my help <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. what <laughs> that was really more Bill Clinton I, mean, I apologize <laughs> the ratings for King of the Hill almost got a million Ooh. <laughs> that ain't even right <laughs> I don't know I, that was the only airing of King of the Hill that night and maybe that has something to do with it that People love their Hank Hill. Folks need their propane fix. Come on now, if you're going to say propane is your favorite weapon, you have to include the accessories. It's not a weapon without the accessories. You need the propane and the propane accessories. We have made way too many references to King of the Hill this episode. So now moving into trending. (laughs) Hank Hill trended. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow I wouldn't doubt it one of these days. Yes, I know. <laughs> Why, why'd they have to have to have that King of the Hill episode at 5.30? They could have put it right next to Kill a Kill and have Kill a Kill, King of the Hill, Power Hour. <laughs> Surprise, Boom Hour's the intruder. <laughs> and Tom will have no idea what he's saying. I'm thinking about that. I'm going to no stairway with them. No sick going to do something. I'm still coming. Very nice. Well, you sounded white then. Holy shit. Congratulations, Paul. I sound Caucasian. <laughs> Yay! Let's go to trending. Here is the trending for the second night of Intruder 2. Toonami, best at number 5. Intruder 2, best at number 2. Hashtag DBZ Kai, hashtag Akamega Kill, hashtag Parasite, hashtag Michiko and Hachin, hashtag Shippuden, hashtag One Piece, and hashtag Kill a Kill. Everything's trending? Good job, everybody. Surprise, Keep it up. Intruder didn't go worldwide, but whatever. Hmm. Yeah. 
And that does it for the ratings and the trending. And uh, so we're not going to say that we'll never mention the ratings and the trending, but we're, we're thinking of doing it as such that we only bring it up if it's a particularly good or particularly bad night for the block. Yes, so I can berate you people for not doing a good job or praise you for doing a great job. Because we do both. <laughs> or or bring Jim on and then he goes psycho on your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Jim this week. Jim goes ballistic. Jim's, Jim's a busy guy. Yes, he is. Or do, or do we have to go back to the One Piece days? Huh. Woo! No, I think I, I think I even I picked up a One Piece, you know. That's not. And hey, yeah, those are some good ratings for One Piece that night. Yes. I'm very pleased. Very Best ratings it's had since August. Yep. <laughs> so, there were other things that aired on Toonami this week, including another nifty music video by somebody that Adult Swim gets music from. Um... It's been just showing during Shippuden, right? Yeah, they, they do that because Shippuden has the shortest runtime of all the shows on the block. Right. Much to some's chagrin. And no, I didn't say chakra. I think there's going to be one. He said there was, Jason said there's going to be one next week, too. So. I'm kind of thinking that there's going to be one every week. Probably. I didn't know there were that many animated music videos out there, but apparently there are. Or maybe they had them. Maybe these people that did the music had them made so that they could play during during tsunami. Who knows? I don't know about that, but we'll see. Well, never know. Let's get to uh, the talkback, though. So here's the talkbacks for the other shows on tsunami. Benjamin Padjohn writes in: Ginyu died a dandy approved way, death by booty. <laughs> Phantom Star 64 writes in, Son Goku finally goes Super Saiyan. Oh, wait, he's done that before. A decade before, in fact, but this is even better. Yes, because the dub is far, far better. But I gotta say, interesting direction on that uh, on that yelling and like the, the whole warm up to the Super Saiyan because Goku was making monkey noises. You <laughs> Goku said a Dude. naughty word. <laughs> Speaking of that, it should be interesting to see how Dragon Ball Z's ratings get affected by the Frieza. This this part of the Frieza saga. So, uh, yeah, this this should be this should be drawing the crowds. I would think. Yes, this is this is kicking things into high gear. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully this will increase the ratings up again. I don't know if we're going to hit that two million mark, but with that and Intruder, who knows? Who knows? So. <clears throat> this from Matthew Cole Morgan: Satoshi should coach Ronda for the rematch. I could keep this up all night. <laughs> oh Lord. This is going to continue filtering into everything, even Toonami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The unbeatable has been beaten. That's, well, that's really all that needs to be said about that. Exactly. And Frank Fullmetal writes in regarding One Piece, Luffy and Usopp's arc was great and unexpected. It really sets One Piece apart from other shounen series. I agree. Japhis N. Craig writes in, 
Luffy takes extending an olive branch to a new level. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Nobody can extend a hand <laughs> further than Luffy. Except for Mr. Fantastic, Plastic Man, you know, all those other <laughs> they can stretch. <laughs> and Allison writes in, Luffy and Usopp are back in the ship together again. No, not the romance ship. I mean, the pirate ship. And that covers everything else that was on Toonami, except for one particular show. So, let us begin the Parasite recap. This time, brought to you by Duelist. You get to know, know it's a we. Parasite, Episode 6, The Sun Also Rises. This past week's episode of Parasite, after the Parasite, formerly known as Shinichi's mother, stabs him fatally through the chest, Migi makes a latch-stitch effort and manages to repair Shinichi's heart. Shinichi wakes up a few days later to a phone call that his father has been hurt and is in a hospital, and he rushes off to be by his father's side. Shinichi's dad seems to remember his wife being killed, but the police managed to talk him into thinking he dreamt it and got confused by a nightmare. Shinichi wrestles with wanting to tell his father everything that has happened, but knows that he can't because of Migi. Migi senses his frustrations and opens up to Shinichi that Migi now has a weakness from having saved Shinichi's life. Migi is unfortunately now forced to sleep for about a four-hour straight period every day that he cannot wake up from spontaneously, leaving both of them much more vulnerable than before. Shinichi stays at a motel near the hospital lying in wait for Shinichi's late mother to return and attempt to finish off its father, with every attempt at intervening. When we last see Shinichi, he has run down to the nearby beach with apparent superhuman running and jumping abilities to confront a parasite that Migi has detected. Very well done, Duelist! Very well done. He wrote that himself. And whipped it together. I like it. Yeah. Also should mention that uh, on his way to that area, he bumps into some girl... And that very same girl ends up being uh, part of the family that runs the hotel that he ends up staying at. And it, it seems like she's interested. And I'm like, no, cut it out. We don't, we don't need a harem here. <laughs> <laughs> don't want that. Okay, so I, I like the part where they're at the wall. And she's like, well, we got to go this way. And he's like, that jumps over the wall. <laughs> or not. It is my gift. It is my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I would say that, uh, I mean, things have already been, been amped up, but oh, yeah. stuff definitely starts amping up even further, like starting with this episode, at least. Mm, darn that cliffhanger. The second half of it. Oh, yeah. Parasite cliffhangers are a killer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Absolute. Terrible. Watching this sketch. We enjoyed watching this week to week in the sub, right? Oh, yes, we did. 
Just, oh, so much better a second time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh no, it's coming up. The episode ending is coming up. No, no, no. I know it's coming. Ah! I can only hope. I was just saying, I can only hope that the cliffhangers and overall quality of the show are just keeping the viewers drawn in week to week. Yeah, I hope so. And, uh, can't we have to mention the great voice acting of uh, Adam Gibbs? Mm. I I think he's definitely gonna be coming into his element in yeah. these next few episodes. Oh man, oh, yeah. he was he was really screaming in this one. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, yeah, definitely. Like I I won't lie, I I've had mixed feelings of some of the first few episodes, but. The line delivery he's, was occasionally wonky. He's he definitely was nailing it this episode, and the performances all around were pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I noticed some criticism <clears throat> on the Twitterverse, and I was just kind of like, "What? What? It's fine." <laughs> Sheesh. Well, that's well, that's just fine. <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> I enjoyed that conversation that Shinichi had with Migi, and Migi's kind of all down, kind of depressed that Shinichi doesn't like him. <laughs> so I, I've, I noticed that you have strong feelings for your family, but you don't have strong feelings for me. In fact, you don't seem to like me very much. He's like, no, man, you're cool. You saved my life. It's like, well, technically, I saved my life, too. So, there's that. He's like, nah, man, we coo. It's like, Miggy, you're not helping your case. Yeah. It's like, Miggy, Miggy, quit trying to get yourself convicted. (laughs) (laughs) And Miggy's like really trying to tell him something important about uh, his physical changes. Right. (laughs) At the very end there. And Shinichi's like, shut up, not now. I'm being superhuman. (laughs) Wait a minute, I'm what? Did I just jump over that wall? I will say this. I definitely feel that uh, the fact that Migi, you know, took the initiative or, you know, what have you, to ask Shinichi if it was okay for them to kill his mother. Yeah. Yes, that that was an interesting... That that was very interesting in the sense that, you know, he's just always like, well, pretty much I'm going to do this and that's it. And now he's just like... Well, I, you know, I also think that it's kind of like he's more part of part of him now because, like, it's because he was able to go inside and heal him and everything. They whereas he could have gone and found another host, probably. Yeah, all I'm gonna all I'm gonna say here is uh, changes are happening. Changes on both on both fronts. Exclusive to. Migi is arguably becoming more human, and there's definitely some things changing about Shinichi's personality and thought process. So, that's... It's, you know, this is one of the really interesting things about Parasite that I think sets it apart from a lot of these kinds of uh, action thriller series. Oh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good philosophical stuff that will become 
And honestly, it never really feels pretentious. It all, it makes sense. At least for the most part. I mean, there's definitely some leaps in logic here and there, but I, I, I think that they did a really good job, uh, the author did a really good job of uh, kind of explaining how the differences in the psyches were and how they kind of shifted throughout the series. Well, and, and it's also interesting to see that Shinichi is like, first, you know, he used to have to have glasses, so now he, he can actually see without them, so. Like I said, he's Spider-Man! <laughs> so what, what else has Mihi done to him that we haven't seen yet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mihi all up in there. <laughs> Yeah, well, he does want to witness human mating. <laughs> and you know, one other thing, real quick too, is it's interesting that he went inside of him and healed him, and then somehow grew the, his hand back. Huh? Uh huh. And for a moment there, Migi was all heart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What I know. Anyways, moving on to the talk <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. Well, Mr. Durrell, do you have anything else to say? At Gamer for Life writes in, Shinichi the Badass is here. Well, not quite. We're getting there. By the way, Sketch, you realize somebody's going to steal your Spider-Man reference now, right? Uh, yeah, but I got to say it first, so... (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I believe the pet name that me and uh, Soul had for... Superior Spider-Man... No, no, no. Oh, right, right. Morally conflicted Spider-Man or something like that. Morally (laughs) conflicted (laughs) Spider-Man. With great power comes great responsibility. So Derek Sikonik writes in, There are parallels between Spider-Man and the Parasites. And Benjamin Padjohn writes in, I'll kill them all. All the tight, I mean, Parasites. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Okay. Definitely. And Michael Morris writes in, Who knew Migi and his kind suffer from Snorlax syndrome as a weakness? Well, just oh, Migi, really. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's... It's, uh, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, in like four hours, you only need to sleep four hours? That's, that's convenient. <laughs> I could get so much more cartoon watch again. I'd love to sleep for four hours and not have any... Uh awareness of the outside it, it's um mm-hmm. it's also a good move that he that he's having me sleep during the day and then so that way he can be up at night to mm-hmm. protect so to speak you know what i mean hey how nice that shinichi could like tell him when he needs to sleep at least <laughs> they sleep in shifts let's mm. let's both sleep at the same time that sounds safe that's a good no. idea nope Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Definitely not. Nope. Definitely, nope. definitely not. Oh yeah, and uh, we <sighs> we really ought to mention that uh, 
Murano comes to check in on Shinichi right when Shinichi finds out that his his father's been hospitalized. So he sees her briefly and gives her the brush off, really. He's kind of like, I'm not coming back to school for a while. Dad's in the hospital. We don't know about mom. And she's all like, what's wrong, Shinichi? You look different. I'm yeah, Shinichi, back, you... Right? you <laughs> Shinichi, you kind of look like shit. <laughs> I mean, I know that you just pretty much died, but dang, man. <laughs> you're it kind of you, look like he aged 20 years at a point there. Yeah, it really does. But he, he kind of bounced back in the after a good night's sleep and, and mm. such. So that's good. But still, he, he definitely still looks a little ragged after that point. You're changing, Peter. I went through the same thing at your age. Nah, not the same thing. (laughs) Morally conflicted Spider-Man, everybody. You know, Shinichi's dad just went into this point of where he knew what happened to his wife, but he allowed the doctors and everybody else to convince him otherwise. And I'm like, dude, do not go into denial. Do not go into denial, man. You know what happened to your wife. Yeah, but you know, that's like, another that's another time. Trust me, if I gave a psychological breakdown about this, we'd be at least for about four hours on that one. Yes, Please don't. Shut bad. up, Paul. Nobody asked you anything, you bum. Yeah, I, I thought it was really messed up that the doctors were like, that's not what happened. No, no, that's not what happened. It was all a dream. It's like, no, man. Let the, let the man cope with what really happened there. And Shinichi even tried to tell him about some stuff, and his dad's like, "No, Shinichi, it was all a dream. It was all a dr- all a dream. It's all a dream. Go away, Shinichi. <laughs> no, wait, come back and give me clothes. Well, that will do it for our parasite recap. Please continue to send in your talkbacks every week, so you can chime in on the conversation because things are gonna get real interesting. And keep watching. Mm-hmm. Oh my." Oh my god, clips they should use in the Parasite Marathon promo. <laughs> I was eating it! <laughs> more of that. <laughs> I was eating it. Or have Howard, Howard uh, do a Cullen-esque line. <laughs> I was eating it. Okay. Well, we have a little bit of listener mail of recent, so I thought we'd go ahead and read it. This from Frank Fullmetal. I like the recaps, and I think you guys should keep them. Do more than two, and keep them short, so that you still have time for a topic. Get rid of the ratings and the trending from the news segment. They're out of date by the time the podcast is out anyway. Well, one thing real quick, Frank, is also, you know, now that pre-flights moved to Friday, I think they were on Friday when they first started. Yeah, they were on Friday, and then they moved to Tuesday, and then they went back to Friday. Right, so the the whole reason we moved to Saturday was because of pre-flight. So we we want to eventually get back to Tuesday or Wednesday, but um, I don't know it's how. It's been work issues, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if we can get there, we will try to do that. But you know, yeah, I I do agree with you. Ratings and trending are kind of out of date by that point. So. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's annoying, but I mean, trending's not out of date. Trending trending's always up to date. 
Uh, ratings are not mostly because we don't get ratings until Tuesday or sometimes Wednesday or later in the week. So we have to use the last week's ratings if we're going to read anything at all. And then if it doesn't come out until after those new ratings are out, <laughs> what you going to do? So, yeah, it's probably best that we just kind of phase out the ratings. As for doing more than two recaps, we tried that. It's difficult. <laughs> it, it, it got to the point that it was a bit of a chore to be doing right. three recaps, and I don't really want to go back to doing that. Also, it's really hard for us to do more than two because it'll take two, three hours to do it, and... I'm sure you guys don't want to listen to a two, three-hour yeah. podcast. I mean, for one thing, we already got the show rundown doing all of that. So that would be superfluous for us to do recaps exactly. for more of the shows. Right, right. I understand that you enjoy our commentary, and we appreciate that you do. So uh, we're, we're trying to find a happy medium in here. I, If you heard our test episode that we did recently we essentially did what we would possibly do in the future which would be to do a longer this week on tsunami segment in which we talk about whatever episodes of the night we feel were worth talking about and bring up things about that without actually really doing recaps of any of them at least not in detail uh doing Less than detailed recaps for the shows. I don't know. It's like you could come up with one sentence summaries for what happens in episodes or like read off what TV Guide said about the episode. But I don't feel that that's satisfactory. And if we're just talking about our impressions of the episode, even that can go a really long time. So I don't know about any of that. We'll think about it. And we have another listener email, actually listener tweet, technically. Uh, this from Kid Flash BDN. What shows do you want on Toonami? I want One Punch Man, Garo the Animation, and Akihabara Ranger for the Toku fans. Now, first of all, well, we may or may not like Super Sentai, but it does not belong on Toonami. Sorry. <laughs> um. And if, if I could stop stop you there, Sketch, we usually at the end of the year give our predictions for the next year. So yes. we're just going to have to kind of wait for that. So sorry, but we're not going to tell you that just yet. You're well, I'll tell you what I want. I want One Punch Man, and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I will punch yeah. you repeatedly until I get it. I also, I also want Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, very, very much so. Yeah. I, I'd like Seven Deadly Sins, but... Uh, uh, that ain't happening. <laughs> no. So uh, go watch it on Netflix. Netflix, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and read the very lengthy uh, review that we have on Geeky for Seven Deadly Sins by CJ. And read CJ's other lengthy pieces that have been posted on ToonamiFaithful.com recently. That boy's been busy. Yeah, he's the one doing all of this. So I'm not making him do it. So so that should do it for the show this week. Uh, Paul, you want to take it away? 
Yes, I will take it away here. So, again, as I, as we've said a couple times during the podcast, our email is podcast at com. Especially with Intruder 2, if you guys want to give us a little bit more than a tweet about what you think about Intruder 2 for each episode, you can email us there, podcast at com. As always, you can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can rate and review us there. Uh, also, subscribe, if you would, please. That'll help us as well. Um, reviews are helpful. They give us, they tell us what's good, what's bad, and, you know, they help us. So please do do that. Uh, we also have a SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash podcast. You can follow us there, which we would like you to do. We'd like to see more of you follow us there as well. Um, you can like the podcast there. You can you can comment along while you're listening to the podcast, which I think is something awesome. So if you guys could do that while you're listening to the podcast, we would surely appreciate that. We, we always love seeing commentary as we're doing the podcast. Again, that's soundcloud.com slash podcast. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And as always, you can find all of our old episodes, podcast.tsunamifaithful.com, including our exclusives. And uh, we do have some coming up, so we'll see those in the next few weeks, hopefully. So, And uh, as usual, we have what's called a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash tsunamifaithfulpodcast. Help us out if you can. Uh, any donations that we get, which are per month, by the way, it's not, not a one-time donation, it's per month. Any donations that you do will go towards the website and the podcast and help us to grow and to do more stuff. Because as every as we've been saying, and this is true, it's very expensive these days to do some of the things that we want to do. So if you want us to go to more cons, if you want us to cover more cons, do more interviews... This is the way for us to do it, and I'm talking more in video form. Again, that's patreon.com slash Podcast. And it's about time to get out of here, so Duelist, where can they find you, sir? You can follow me on Twitter. My display name is currently Tom Turgey because lulz. Uh, but it's at heartofsword75. You can subscribe to me on YouTube at youtube.com slash duelistg. I promise if I can finally get my video software reinstalled on Windows 10, there will be new content in the near future. Working on that. Also, you can ask me questions on ask.fm slash heartofsword75. Don't ask you no questions. <laughs> oh, nobody does. <laughs> It's very sad, really. Mm. It's okay. All right, Jarrell, where can they find you, sir? Oh, they can find me, Robbie. I mean, um, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can also find me at um, askfm, that's ukami, um, whatever it is, ask.fm backslash ukami75. And if you need to send me any evil emails, you can do that at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And Sketch, where can they find you, sir? On my lap. Obey. Obey. Inappropriate! <laughs> yes, I'm doing it because Jen is not here and she can't do nothing about it. It's true. Yeah. Jen really wanted to be on this episode of the show, but her internet's being stupid. 
and Verizon sucks. Yes, but I got Bay all to myself. Ooh, sketch coming to me. You're so soft and supple. Okay. I, I sense I sense an HR meeting in you. Shut up, Paul. Continue. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at sketch1984. You can find me on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And you can email me at sketch at tsunamifaithful.com or podcast at tsunamifaithful.com if you have any suggestions or commentary for the podcast. I feel like since Jim isn't here, we can go ahead and uh, tell the people where they can find Jim. So, what is that? At zero a la carte, what numbers? I forget. <laughs> hey, you better go into one of the I other think podcasts. It's it's yes, yes, zero alicard twenty seven. Yes. At zero alicard twenty seven. Is that his Twitch also? Uh yeah. Yeah. Might be. So that's his Twitch and he's doing Twitch stuff uh what, eight eight PM Eastern on Fridays? Yeah, Famicom Fridays. Yeah. Please come join us. So yeah. Uh, if you miss Jim, you can check out his Twitch stream and uh drop him a line because he'd love to be on the show right now, but He's real busy with doing uh, adult shit. Yeah, doing adults. And Paul, where can they find you? And you can find me on Twitter at Paul Piscrillo. You can find me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Paul Piscrillo. Uh, and you can also ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Piscrillo. You can ask me tsunami questions. You can ask me non-tsunami questions. Just remember, keep them good and don't keep them... Don't be like trolling me because that won't get you anywhere. So. Can I ask you sexual questions? Darrell, you are more than welcome to ask me sexual questions. Oh, baby. Especially yeah. especially when I'm when I'm feeling like Austin Powers. Do I make you randy, baby? Yeah, baby. <laughs> yes. Anyways, so thank you guys for listening to this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. As always, we certainly Hope that you're still listening to us, and thank you for <laughs> continuing to listen to us. And again, please give us your feedback, because we can't make this show better without your help. But that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Deuces! Deuces!